Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live. Who t- are you? I don't recognize you. I haven't seen you in a while. I have a real deep suntan. I've been spending a lot of times in the tropics. Well, I noticed you had a deer tied over the hood of your truck. <laughs> yeah, he got, he, I hit him. So. Yeah, I, what a, I figured. You didn't actually shoot him. No, you hit him. I, he foolishly crossed the driveway at just the wrong time, so I accelerated. No, I did not. That is Well, t- I heard that that's what you do, that false. when you can't shoot one, you just cruise the highways hoping one will jump in front of you. Not the highway, here. Oh, here Just on the drive around the, the yard and stuff, <laughs> back by the towers and stuff. Yeah, no, actually, I didn't see any deer on the way up. I saw one near Benton. I was up at my in-laws' place in Dushore yesterday, so I uh, saw one deer up there, which is a little bit unusual. Usually, there's quite a few up there. I think they're kind of getting buck or doe. Uh, looked like a doe. I couldn't see any antlers. You know what? I sat there watching my coffee percolate, and guess where I left it? You out left there. it out there. I'll get it. Well, while you're doing the intro sh- to the show, would you like me to be a nice person no, and go uh, get your coffee? We'll for get you? it during the 45 break. That'll be <laughs> fine. Thank you, though. But, hey, welcome on board, everybody. Mark Lawrence here. I have a very slight cold, so uh, bear oh, with us here. <laughs> oh, and then there you go, spreading it all in there. No, no, but I'm not contagious anymore. This started the day that we finished the show. I started to get a th- sore throat. So if I were going to get it, I would or give it to you, I would have gotten it then. And I also got a COVID test in between just to be triple sure so I could come back today. So you are safe. No, I have it. So okay. now you're going <laughs> to just kidding. <laughs> little joke there, buddy. Well, it's a little all right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we have some staffers in the building that got COVID. So we are keeping them in our thoughts and prayers but uh, they're doing okay. Uh, they describe it as a pretty darn nasty cold, slight fever, that kind of thing, So, but they're doing okay. So we'll keep an eye on them. But, uh, yeah, so that's that. Okay, well, welcome on board, everybody. Uh, this is On The Mark, WKOK Live Telephone uh, Talk Show. I'm Mark Lawrence. Our show is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out. Family-owned dealership since 1914. Uh, 5th, 4th Street in Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Find out lots more about them at sunburymotors.com. We'll have more to say about them as our show progresses. And uh, we have an open line, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. So we'll get the the uh, text machine running. You see the text there, anything you wish to read? You got a chance to look at those? Uh, well, I got a chance to look at them. I don't know from what day they are, but one of them says, I'm sorry, I'm trying to listen, but this today, what a mess. A host arguing and yelling with a caller. Granted, the caller was just... And that's all. That's where they ran out of words. that was from the 29th so today so that was from yesterday when Steve was here right okay so somebody said the host was arguing and yelling well we had some good arguments that is one thing I will say about our good co-hosts is uh, when they come in uh, I usually just listen to people when they do their false information or misinformation yes, one of we'll our one it. of our emailers did point that out that you and I listen to lies whereas our guest hosts oh and okay. of course yeah, these that's were people true. who are on that the, is very true they 
they believe that anything a conservative says is a lie. I mean, that's what their, their point well, was. Well, but I understand that you feel that way. But I honestly, I think there is, there are people that are calling in and they're saying things but that are But it's an opinion false. program. As I point right. out, it's an opinion program. If my opinion, I mean, I always tell people to think for themselves. And I have absolutely no problem with somebody calling in and saying, I've looked at the same things you did, and I've arrived at a different conclusion. Mm -hmm. It's the people who are so intolerant that they can't accept the fact that there are different views that irk me, to be yeah, honest with I, you. I don't think you're getting what the people are saying. Well, uh, I am. I th they're saying that they're spewing disinformation. But if, if you look at it and you believe it, is it disinformation or is it your opinion, which no. is what we're in business to do here? So let me finish this for a second. Okay. I think you're looking at it slightly different. I think what people are doing is is looking at information that is false. And from there, they're formulating an opinion, and then your opinion is there. But if you say more people who are hospitalized are unvaccinated, as one of your callers did this week, said okay. most uh, said MOST, most of the people who are in the hospital today are vaccinated, okay? Vaccinated so or unvaccinated? Vaccinated, okay. that they've had their vaccine. Uh, that's a false statement, it's according to the hospitals. Now, if somebody's giving us bum information, that's one thing. So there is a place where they took a factual, you know, a verifiable thing uh, and are using some misinformation. And from that, they drew an opinion. Now, that opinion, like you say, is welcome. We want to hear that. But if you call in, and, and but what I think our callers are pointing out, our listeners or texters, whatever it was, are pointing out is that some people are using false information in order to formulate their opinion. Whether they agree with the opinion or not, that's another topic. But the key is that they're using false information to form the opinion. Well, but in whose opinion is it false information? Well, if, if I believe it, if I believe it, if I've read it, if I've researched it, I've read it, my sources say this is so. Mm -hmm. And, and that's and that's what I believe. I mean, should you be belittled for that? Well, no, I, not I, in my I guess opinion. not. If, if, if you're reporting on a true fact, for example, if you said to me, Joe, I've looked at the dashboard at Evangelical Community Hospital and most of the people in the ICU are vaccinated. All right. That's verifiably false. It's just the opposite. It's 90 percent right. of the people in the ICU are Unvaccinated. And we base that on what we've been told. But if okay. somebody else tells you in a source you consider to be credible that that's not the case, that there is an alternative fact, if you will. Mm -hmm. I always like that, alternative facts. Oh, there are okay. facts and there are alternative facts, but, I mean, there could be nuances to it. And so I latch onto that nuance, that See, one I, little thing that's different, and that's what I believe. That is an excellent point. Uh, thank you for pointing that out. You know, honestly, President Trump started that, and... Uh, I wasn't really thinking in that way. I think most people sort of use their lives to, they formulate opinions empirically. They look at things that are verifiably true. But you are right. Uh, President Trump started the trend of looking at alternative facts that were false, and but using them as real facts. And, I'm, uh, not necessarily saying they're, gotcha. they're, I'm not necessarily I saying gotcha. they're not true. But let's say there are five facts about a certain situation. Whatever the five facts are, okay. there are five of them. Right. It's Three of them would indicate one thing, and two others might indicate indicate something else. So I latch on to the two that might indicate something else, and that's what I believe. You latch on to the three that indicate something verifiable. different, and you, well, something you believe is verifiable, and you latch on to that. Does that make me right, you wrong, you right, me wrong? No, it doesn't. It means that we've arrived at a different conclusion from the same set of circumstances. Okay, so Joe, let's, let's, let's put your ploy in order. It is... <laughs> Not a ploy, it's an opinion. Thursday, December 30th, it's foggy and very mild outside. Okay. What What's true there? Is it Thursday? It is. Verifiably? 
Well, how what would you consider the calendar accurate? Uh, well, yes. Or there's a place in the it's world. Not. Uh, in about an hour, there's going to be a place in the world where it's Friday. Right. But anyway, um, it is December. It is December thirtieth. Yes. It is right. Is it foggy? Uh, not entirely. Right. Not I, w- I went through patches where it was foggy and patches which okay, weren't so on the way fog. up here. So it must be Indian summer if it's Apache well, fog. So if Get you it. ask me at the time I'm Apache coming fog. through that clear area, anyway. uh, that's so bad I'm not even going to respond okay, to it. thank you. But if I come through that clear area and you say to me, it's foggy out here, I say, no, it's not. Okay. And uh, what did they say? Oh, I said it's very mild. mild is that verifiable? Mild. Well, it is, but define mild. Well, the normal if high temperature this time of year is... If you believe mild is 60 degrees and it's 40... That's not mild, but if you've been experiencing 30-degree weather and it's now 40, that may seem mild. The normal high temperature this time of year is 36. That's the normal high. My point is, I believe that people, honest people, decent people, reliable people can look at the same set of facts and arrive at different conclusions. There is nothing that is so black and white that there's not a possibility for a shade of gray in there except... What is it they said? Uh, the only thing you have to do is pay death and taxes. So that's probably the <laughs> only those true are Didn't you once say that you uh, tell a caller you were entitled to your own opinion but not your own facts? No, that was you. Oh, I thought <laughs> that's not my one of my phrases. <laughs> All right. Bob, thank you for waiting while we kind of set the scene a little bit. We got one caller coming in. So, Tony, you got one, one waiting and one uh, on the line. So uh, you might want to expedite there a little bit. Bob, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, uh, Mark and Joe, and uh, you took me down memory lane there. I thought I was in Philosophy 101 uh, debating uh, what, it, what are real facts and what are false facts, or what are all alternative facts. I really appreciated that. Hey, um, uh, Mark, I'm just calling in uh, sort of the last business day of the year since tomorrow is a, a holiday to sort of set the stage for what might folks look for in 2022. Uh, from the Chamber of Commerce and here in the greater Susquehanna Valley. So that's the purpose of my call this morning. Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's, I, I don't want to change the subject, though, if you want to continue to uh, uh, debate uh, lies, damn lies, and facts or okay. something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, right. we, we are going to talk about the economy today, so we'll give you a minute to discuss that. In 2022, we, of course, we, we know inflation's probably going to last the whole year. I think that's what uh, most folks are saying. The pandemic should start to wind down. You know, Lawrence's worthless opinion right. is that uh, we're just about done with this pandemic in a, a critical way. we got to get this last surge out of the way. And then, again, Lawrence's worthless opinion is we'll be done with it. And we'll still have it in the background, but it'll be like the flu or colds and things. But anyway, uh, unemployment, of course, super low. Worker shortage continues. Inflation just beyond ridiculosity. Um, so what's your view as we look at our local area in 2022? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, uh, the greater Susquehanna Valley is truly not a bubble. Uh, we're going to be affected by all of those sort of things. Um, you know, the, the Chamber of Commerce operates on a two-year strategic plan. Uh, we're about to wrap up year number one uh, of a two-year plan. So our, our absolutely our main focus is going to be on the workforce and uh uh, because we're really at the point now that it's, it, we just can't, we can't talk about it as if it's something that's uh, an observation we've made. The, the fact that we don't have enough employees is really affecting our economy in a very, very negative way. You know, we've, we've pushed 
uh, you know, supply and demand. We've pushed salaries up uh, nicely. Um, uh, that has resulted in some inflation. So you get paid more, you, uh, you have to pay more. Uh, that's the way that system works. Uh, it's, it's real simple uh, economics 101. So, yeah, so all the things you said are, are right on target. Um, and, I, and I also think, uh, uh, I, I'll say your opinion is not worthless. Uh, you're about the Omicron and about the pandemic, and uh, uh, 2022, I believe, will be a, something of a return to normal. It's what all of the true experts have been telling us, is that the, the nature of these kind of viruses is they weaken over time. Even though we have massive numbers of people getting infected with the virus, um, as you reported earlier, uh, the hospitalizations, the number of people with ventilators is actually slightly going down. Uh, people are still dying. It's a it's a it's a terrible terrible disease uh, that we're in the middle of, um, and it is a disease. It's not a debate. You know we can stop that now. Just everybody get out get out there, get their vaccines, get their boosters. This is the future. Just All like right. you get a flu shot every year, you need to get a vaccine on a regular basis to keep this thing at bay. And and we'll put it away like the folks did a hundred years ago in the pandemic of. <laughs> 1917, 1918. All right. Um, but well, we got a caller thing. waiting, so we, we have to move on here, Bob. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. Thanks right, a lot, well, Perfect. Sir. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much, and we'll see you next Friday, right? Right. Okay, sounds good, and I think we'll be on with the uh, uh, foretaste of the farm show to come. Oh, uh, fabulous. Next Friday. All right, sounds super. Yep. Annual conversation with the State Agriculture Secretary. Sounds super. All right, Joseph, stand by. we got to hit this break, but we'll be back ASAP. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome on board, WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is across from me, and Tony's our fabulous producer, and he really is fabulous. Yes, he's done a wonderful job um, for us. Van is next, right? No, no. Yes, that's right. Van's next. Okay, sorry about that. Van, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. I'm going to give you some facts here, and then we're going to come to a conclusion and see if we can agree on this. <laughs> uh, in, in Chicago no. this year, there's been 793 people that have been murdered. Philadelphia's had as of December 7th, like 523. New York, 443. Los Angeles, 331. Indianapolis, 246. D.C., 225. So, obviously, the conclusion then would be we need more gun laws to stop this. Well, whose conclusion is that? Yours? Well, that's, I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? Not to me. I think well, what, we need is listen, we, what we need is more cops in the street, and we need we need more... Uh, we need more awareness of the fact that uh, the police don't need to be defunded they need to be beefed up 
Yeah, and you're calling so the wrong if, show if you're if looking take for away, advocates. If we take away guns, they obviously can't kill people then, right? Well, do you ever hear of <laughs> with, knives? With guns. you ever hear of knives? There have been or stories, baseball bats. <laughs> stories yeah. about people running folks over with cars. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, Van, yeah. but you're calling the wrong show because neither Joe or I advocate for gun control. Uh, we well, occasionally I don't, I don't, do Van, hold, I don't think Van does either. <laughs> we occasionally do whole discussions asking the question, repeating Senator Toomey's question, is there any change in gun laws that could make us safer? But we've never had a positive answer well, to that. I think that. Van's being facetious. That's I my yeah, guess. Yeah, I am. I'm just, I'm just trying to make a point that, that with facts, you know, people come to different conclusions. Right. And I'll, I'll just give you another example and get off the phone here. But uh, the New York Times editor, Carlos Tejada, he was 49 years old, and he was he posted on Twitter about how he got his, his booster shot, and a day later he died of a heart attack. Now, what's the conclusion you can make from that? Well, whatever conclusion you make from that, it's not going to be 100% certain that you are correct. Mm-hmm. But we know that some of the shots have, and this is, this is a fact, that some of the COVID shots are causing myocarditis and pericarditis and have caused heart attacks in some people. Especially young that's people. Yeah, especially yes, young people. Especially young people. And that's, that's, one, that's one thing that bothers me, why they even want to have young people get these, because they have such a high survival rate anyway, and that bothers me that they're doing that. But anyway, with that being a fact, now, if I conclude that this guy had a heart attack because he got the booster shot, am I therefore wrong in the person that says, no, no, this is just you know something that happened by chance, you know, that he was going to have a heart attack anyway. But the reality of it is we don't have a lot of 49-year-old people having heart attacks. True. Not so, many. And and obviously, you know, you guys started off the program basically, and Joe at least has some common sense in this area and, and gives people a break that, yes, we can look at things differently and see things differently, and it's obvious why we see things differently, different perspectives. You know, I, I don't believe this vaccine is good. It's obviously not protecting people, and we were lied to, you know, and I, I don't think it was intentional to start with. I think people truly believe this vaccine was going to, keep people from getting COVID, but the fact of it is, people are getting COVID that have gotten the shot. So, what we were told originally is not the truth. Didn't turn out to be the truth. They thought it was true at the time. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's, that's what I'm assuming. Am I right there? Or were yep. they being yeah, I think so. Hard, hard, to tell, people's arms? hard to tell what motivations people may have, but I, I believe President Trump was trying to protect people. I believe President Biden has the same goal. I don't, I'm not cynical enough to believe that either president of the United States wanted to harm the citizens of this country. Well, <laughs> I'm I, sorry, I'm I not. I don't believe that either. I, I think don't it's believe that contrary either. contrary to their but, oath, isn't right. it? Right. Okay. But, Van, yeah, you do make a thing, fabulous, fabulous point. I, that is so craftily explained. I really appreciate that. I think you're, you're on to something. You know, I make it sound simple. If I tell you this, if it's foggy outside, you know, that's, that's great, but the conclusions are what kill us. So, well said. All right, we'll give you another 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Well, that's, that's the thing. With We have opposing views politi- politically, religiously, pick an area in life. You always have opposing views. But the thing I like is, you know, debate is good. You know, yelling and shouting each other down, eh, not so good. You know, and I, I don't really appreciate uh, Steve in a sense. I do, I guess, in a sense, another way I appreciate him. At least he's he, stands up for what he believes, even though he wasn't able to answer a lot of questions yesterday. But I'll leave you with the question I, I asked him yesterday. You know, 
if the Supreme Court would decide to mandate these vaccines, what would be the penalty that would be inflicted on someone who, who refuses to receive the vaccine shot? You mean for business people, large businesses? No, and, he's saying well, if, they, if they mandate, anybody. if they if the Supreme Court mandates it, well, obviously if you violate mandate? the mandate, if if they uphold the government's, they ha- they would have to uphold the government's uh, decision. Okay, and if they do that. What penalty is the government specified for those who fail to get the vaccine? The penalty is you have to uh, enjoy life without any uh, substances that you feel are toxic in your system, and you're going to feel guilty. <laughs> hey, hey, there's no, no Chomsky. Well, well, we have to go. we got to get another caller. we got to get another caller. Sorry, Van. Sorry, Van. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much call for calling. Call back later for another minute if you really, want. Really, super example. It's craftily yes, I done. I really appreciate that. Nice job, Van. Uh, Joseph, you are next up. Go right ahead. Yes, I appreciate what Van had to say. Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, glad to have you back. I really am. What? Uh, I don't want to say any more about that, but... <laughs> <laughs> because you're going to have me for lunch. Go right ahead. <laughs> anyway, I would co- comment on alternate facts. I, I know personally people that don't believe that the Earth is round. I know personally people that believe that these shootings, mass shootings, are staged by actors from Hollywood and uh, that we never went to the moon and that the Twin Towers were rigged by our government to be blown up. And I, I try and debate with them and try and prove, show to them these things that they see things on the Internet. And these are not ignorant people. In fact, they're, they're people that do believe the Bible, but they believe a lot of things wrong. And I, I try and demonstrate to them. They say, well, how, you know, I say, well, look at the pictures you have, you know, of, uh, of, 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 the, of the satellite, of the space station going around the Earth. I can turn NASA on my TV and see those pictures and see the Earth around. Oh, it's Hollywood stage. And I, I agree, Hollywood can make things look real. My goodness, look at Matt Damon when he was stuck on Mars. That really looked realistic. But I understand that. But I would say to them, this here, for any of them people listening, I'm sure there is some, I'll give you an example. <clears throat> if we're both in, in, in Chicago and we want to go to L.A. and you take off in the plane west and I take off in the plane east, you're going to get to L.A. in a few hours. It's going to take me a long time to get there, but I will get there. If the <laughs> earth is flat, I'll never get there because east is east and west is west. And if you're just going east all the time, you understand what I'm saying. And that should be proof enough that... The earth is round, let alone the Bible says that Yahweh sits upon the circle of the earth. 2,600 years ago he said that, even when they believed back then that the earth was flat. Well, uh, these people, these people who believe the earth, Joseph, Joseph, these people who believe the earth is flat, how do they account for the fact that nobody's fallen off the edge? Well, here's what they believe. They believe that there's ice, ice, all an ice wall all the way around this flat earth. Hmm. I said, come on, man. <laughs> in the Second World War, we had pilots from Japan, Australia, England, America, all over the world, France, flying around the world and doing sorties and bomb raids. Surely if, the ice, if they had run into a nice wall, they said, hey, there's a nice wall out here. I can't get to here or there, you know. It's ridiculous. It's just it's total stupidity. But what I'm trying to say, these people are not ignorant people. They are ignorant that they, <laughs> they're ignorant of the truth. But they are intelligent uh, in many things of the world. Okay, but and, let me ask you. Let me ask you this: Do you yeah. base your friendship with these people on what they believe or on who they are? <laughs> uh, 
first of all, they they are brothers in the Messiah. A lot of them. Well, no, I'm just and talking on a pers- on a personal level, on a on yeah, a daily okay, daily on a interaction level, basis. I I consider them brothers if they are believers in the Messiah. But uh, uh, my friendship is is my friendship. Yes, I don't. You know, I'll argue with them and say, "Hey, you're wrong here, and you cannot." You should not keep this 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 false conception right. that you're believing because but, it makes the truth of none effect. But Every you time you believe something counter to the truth, then that truth is of none effect. You don't avoid them, though. No, no, but I can't really have fellowship with them because they they are uh, discriminating many times against the the scriptures. And so I can't really have intimate fellowship well, I'm with not, them I'm, in the you know, I'm talking about a personal relationship. I mean, you always drag religion into it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about oh, yeah, a personal, personal relationship. relationships. I have a personal relationship with them. But okay. it, it does, I'll put it this way, I, even the Savior had personal relationship with three of his disciples, more so than the rest of them. And, and he took them everywhere he went. And it says he loved uh, uh, Lazarus and, and, and John, you know, and so forth. And, and he loved them all, but the, it's just like you have, you, you have different friends, and some you have a, a more intimate connection with because you, you're the same mind. Well, wh- and the Bible I'm, says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? What I'm shooting at here, and, and you keep yes. changing the subject, well, <laughs> I, I'm saying that I can get along with somebody that completely philosophically disagrees with me. I don't have to have people in complete agreement. I actually think I benefit by the exchange of ideas with people who are absolutely <laughs> opposed to what I believe. I well, yeah, and I agree with that point because well, that's what when I was looking to for. what I believe, and they're they're, they're trying to uh, put some kind of doctrine that's not true, then that makes me search more for the truth and 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 find the truth on that matter. And if I'm wrong, hey, I'm willing to change, and I have changed in my life. My well, goodness, uh, you hear my conversation. I don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Easter. I don't believe in the name of Jesus. I believe in Yeshua, etc., etc. Et where do you stand on the Easter bunny? Well, it's all corrupt. It's all pagan. Oh man. Easter's the name of a pagan fertility goddess. Oh, okay. For heaven's sakes, why would you go around and say, Happy Ashtar, Easter? I feel terrible. All right, thank you so much, Jesus. didn't rise on Easter. What? No this Easter is, eggs for you. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. And Tony Fino, our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass. Been there all there this week. Uh, are you doing the Steve Jones show also? Were you doing that er- earlier this week also? Did you do both? Nope, I can't hear you. Nod, just nod. Did you do both? Yes, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, his mic's not working. He's a fabulous producer putting us on the radio, but it takes him oh, an extra minute to put himself on the radio. He so. got on. We talked to him the other day. I know, I heard you. I all listened. Right. I was in town the whole time. I was in Dushore yesterday, but around all the rest of the time. So, hey, welcome on board, everybody. It is the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned business since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf with the Kia dealership. I'll have some more to say 
say about them uh, shortly here. But uh, we invite you to do what I've done. That's drive around in a Sunbury Motor Company vehicle each week. Take a different one off the lot and drive it. No, don't do that. Uh, that's just for uh, exceptionally bad drivers. But uh, for you, they would just love to put you in a brand new vehicle. So I'm gonna, I am going to talk about that more later. We invite you to call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the market with the KOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. We do have uh, put the keyword OTM in there before you send that text, incidentally. Uh, we do have some very brief news headlines. The number of coronavirus cases is surging in Pennsylvania and in the local area. State Department of Health, which has had about 10,000 new cases uh, per day or so lately, had 17,520 new cases since Wednesday. Locally, we've had more than 100 or so each new day lately. Now we have 223 cases in one day. We also lost 10 souls in the central Susquehanna Valley since uh, Tuesday, two in Snyder County, four in Northumberland County, and four in Union County. Deaths reported by the State Department of Health. Hospitalizations up slightly at Geisinger, down slightly at Geisinger, Shemokin, and Evangelical Community Hospital. Most previously incarcerated individuals struggle to find employment, but a second chance program is being opera operated by the Central Pennsylvania Chamber of Commerce President and CEO T.J. Ike. Well, we're trying our best to continue to educate employers on second chance opportunities. We just had a job fair about a week and a half ago, and um, we were able to get, we had nine employers, and we had eight of the nine who've never entered this opportunity before. They're trying to solve the job worker shortage uh, in part uh, by making sure that we make the best use of individuals who have been previously incarcerated. An annual favorite activity for children is set for tomorrow in Northumberland. The Priestley Fourth Ice Memorial Library holds their countdown to noon. It is from 10 a.m. to noon. Organizers say the Northumberland Fire Department, Christ United Methodist Church, and Priestley Forsyth Library team up for that. Oprah Winfrey issued a short, non-committal statement about Dr. Oz. She was asked if she endorsed him for U.S. Senate, and she said something that is verifiably true. Quote, one of the great things about our democracy is that every citizen can decide to run for public office, unquote. So she's not endorsing him, but of course he's a Republican. Well, she she's isn't rejecting him either. Well, yeah, she, one of the observers says there's no way she's going to help Pennsylvania turn red, so uh, her good friend Mamet Oz won't get her endorsement. I love that. He is a man. He is a Republican. <laughs> he is uh, a brand-new Pennsylvania resident, unquote. So uh, some of those things are true. So that, how's that for a ringing endorsement? Joe McGranahan. Well, you know us despicable Republicans. Right. <laughs> Joe is a Republican. He's about to be sworn in as mayor of Shamokin Dam. And he's a fourth term. He's a natural born listener. How about that? Are these things verifiably true? Another well, there are no alternate facts there that I wish to embrace. <laughs> <laughs> alternate facts, you guys, I'll tell you, you kill me. All right, hey, guess. Oh, but if we could. <laughs> no, only kidding. <laughs> guess who's running for governor? Senator Doug Mastriano told supporters he's organizing an announcement rally to take place the first week of January. The Army veteran and published author has been in the state Senate since winning a special election in 2019. Mastriano came under fire for making unsubstantiated claims of voter fraud in the 2020 election and was even ousted by the GOP from a committee investigating the vote. GOP Senators Jake Corman and Scott Martin have already announced their candidacy for governor. PA Attorney General Josh Shapiro was the lone Democrat running next year.
I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And as was uncovered on this uh, program a few days ago, ICE flights have been coming into Wilkesbury. Lou Barletta, an illegal immigration hawk and former congressman running for governor, said Wednesday if he were governor, he would take a harder line against the federal government's years long practice of bringing unaccompanied minors found by the Border Patrol to various facilities in Pennsylvania. Some Republican governors have protested the practice this year and are looking for ways to block it. In their states, it's been going on since the Obama administration, through the Trump administration, and now the distribution of unaccompanied minors all over the U.S., including Wilkes-Barre. And finally, Joe, this will make you happy as we ring in 2022. New laws in various states will kick in. In Illinois, for example, students will get up to five mental health days per year to take off for school. At what 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 level? At all levels. All levels. So in kindergarten, if you're all wound up, you get five to take mental a day. health days. Right. With it, with that'll be a satisfactory excuse. Um, the state has Illinois has also banned discrimination based on hairstyles there. So you should be happy. Well, I have no hair. Well, but that's a hairstyle of sort. <laughs> well, you have some. So if you wore it in uh, dreadlocks on the side and, and looked terrible, well, I'd have to let it grow a lot longer. It would take quite a while. <laughs> it would. I would think the gravity would probably pull it out. But anyway. Anyway, uh, another new... I could still do a mullet. <laughs> you could wear a wig. Yeah. A no, toupee. no. Have a you ever toupee. considered a toupee? Have you ever considered shaving your head? All righty then. <laughs> oh, I have, yeah. I, lo- I did that once on a bed, so... Actually, I had a friend, a salesman who worked for me when I was running radio stations out in western Pennsylvania, and he was then as I am now. And one day he came in wearing a toupee, and w- boy, was he mm-hmm. ribbed unmercifully all day long and finally took it. So I'm taking them thing off. <laughs> what do you think of men dyeing their hair black or different whatever color it used to be? I have no problem with that. Okay. I see these commercials on TV that says I can dye my you you could dye your Grecian beard. formula. Yeah, right. right. Only so. takes the gray out. It's very popular now for men. Uh, anyway, uh, although gray is in for women, did you notice that more women are letting their hair gray? No, I haven't. Can't say that I've seen okay. that. But. Yep, it's true. All right. Anyway, in my view, anyway, uh, let's see. Another new law: cocktails to go became popular during the pandemic. So in California, a new law allows them to stay. And finally, in California, and this is the best part for you, Joe: bigger department stores will be required to have a gender new neutral toy section. Oh, what a wonderful idea. So a no, gender-neutral toy no section. No pink or blue toys. You know, the pink or blue vehicle. It'll just be a normal Ford Have Explorer. Have you been into a toy store or a department store with a toy department? No. You know, they tend to have toys for boys, toys for girls, and then things that are general, like games. Mm-hmm. It's already being done. What kind of well, a they have to have a section. I have to have a section. It's the gender-neutral section. And who will determine what things are gender-neutral? <laughs> the gender-neutral neutral section manager will make the decision. Well, uh, I can wait. Just wait to meet him or her. Uh, maybe it, they, because they, they wouldn't have they you wouldn't can't have wait a sex. to meet them. them. Or a Z. Is it Z? Well, that that is, uh, uh, yeah, I think that's gender neutral. Z was a bird who was the friend of Moose A. Moose on a cartoon show my grandson Logan used to love. Stan. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of foolishness to me, but anyways. <laughs> uh, Are you okay? You sound like you have a cold. I do. I got something. It's not COVID, though, because I was tested. Good so we're good you. there. At least that's what my test said. You've always been a little so negative. So we'll go there. You've always been a little <laughs> negative. 
<laughs> I try to be. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> took him a second to get uh, that. <laughs> what? I said it took you a second to get that. <laughs> now we're going to get Well, you know, a little, little slower day. It's the drugs, you know. Okay. Uh, as far as, I called about gun control or lack thereof, as far as enforcement of laws in place. All right, I got, I got two examples. Out in Minneapolis, they arrested two people, all right, for straw purchases of firearms to, let, to give them to criminals or people prohibited from purchasing firearms. So this is a woman, 30-some years old. She was arrested from last year, last May, 2020, to May of this year. She purchased right, right around 90-some guns, 97, I think they charged her with. In May alone of this year, she purchased 62. You know how many counts that she pled guilty to? Take a wild guess. Uh, and what they're going to What? Uh, count. Exactly. <laughs> All right? So this is so so bad, so egregious, that they're only going to chart. Let, they left her plead guilty to one count of it. Now, so I think it was 17 or 18 of these guns have been found in crime scenes. All right. In my opinion, she should also be charged with whatever happened at those crime scenes. Mm. Now, this is all in the DOJ's website. It just happened in, in, in on Wednesday is when this was put out. So, you know, what, what no enforcement, and, you know, and they're not doing that. So, you know, what, what's the sense of more gun control laws if they're not going to enforce the ones that are out there but, and, and make the penalty stiff enough? To, to deter it. Well, let me ask you a question. I mean, you've given us incomplete facts here, and I'm, I'm going to look for alternate okay, facts. Okay, which one? All which right. one's incomplete? All right, all right. You don't say if she actually sold the guns to other felons yes. or if she had them stolen from her or what? You she know, sold them. She deliberately sold them to felons and I illegally yep, sold yep. them. Okay, well, then you're right. Uh, and what what happened is there's a guy she was working with. He would go out and find the, find the people that wanted to purchase these ones and arrange the sale. He would get the either cash or goods that were high value, so she could sell them and get the money. Basically, she made a hundred dollars per gun, is what they said in their in the DOJ posting on their website that she made about a hundred dollars per gun to sell to these federal you know these felons. So yes, they weren't stolen from her. She was selling them. All was right? it her first time? So, but they, yet they uh, only they allowed her to plead guilty <clears throat> to one charge. Well, that would make it sound like they didn't have enough evidence to actually convict her on all of the charges. <laughs> see, they have. See, that's the thing, Joe. There is ninety-seven forty-four seventy-threes floating around out there from several FFL holders in the city of Minneapolis and around the, the surrounding area. They know okay. this. They know where they because they, well, they know how many she purchased. But so they maybe, know man, uh, how many times she lied. And on lying on that form is, I believe, a ten-year penalty and up to two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. Well, don't the people that she bought the guns from bear some responsibility for making sure that she was a legitimate buyer and oh, not a straw buyer? Oh, you know, Joe. I'll tell you this: if someone comes into the shop that says they're buying a firearm, okay, and they're by themselves. You have to take them at their word, because they're also doing a background check on that How is a person who's never seen them, because, and that happens all the time in a gun shop, you don't know everybody that walks into the store. You don't know what they want to do, right? I got gotcha. you. Right. So you can't read minds. Last time I checked, I can't read a mind. 
never tried, never want to. If I because, go in there and quite say, frankly, you, you don't want to know what's in some people's minds. Okay, just putting it out there. If I go Whether in there it's for and good tell, or evil, you if don't I know. go in there and tell people I'm a natural born killer of deer. You don't know. The stand won't know that I'm lying. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah, everybody else does. But anyway, okay. Right, but but let's look but, at it from the stand. Hold on, Stan. Listen. From the standpoint of, of the weapons that she sold, you know, did she have a reason to suspect that the people you said just said did you can't know what's in someone's mind? Did she have a reason to suspect that these people that she sold the guns to were going to use them in a criminal endeavor? It doesn't and matter. This not is all a of the guns were used purchaser law. She's in flagrant violation. No, of but it. he was talking about having her charged with all of the crimes that were committed. The future. Well, I don't know. You can't. I don't think. I don't think. Well, no, do no, that. Joe, it doesn't matter. Okay? If, if you're in a car, you drop somebody off, and you don't know, but you drop somebody off at a bank, and that person goes <laughs> in and robs a bank, and they come running out and jump in the car, and you take off, you're an accessory whether you know it or not, correct? Mm, I don't think so. Well, I think intention yeah, I is do. a big part of the law. They, they will, they, and if I, you're, I'm sure you, you know, if you're with somebody with and they murder somebody in a house robbery, whether you're in the house or not, you're, you are an accessory to that murder. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the law. That is the law, yeah. You're right. Well, that's true. Bartenders get charged with the crimes that their drunken patrons do when they leave. Well, right. they're usually civil suits, though, aren't they? Well, yeah, you're especially civilly liable. Right. That's You're very vulnerable there, but I think criminally it's an odd connection. But I think, Stan, what, what you don't necessarily we get to see here is all the rest of the complexity that goes into a prosecution and a sentencing and <laughs> or a guilty plea. Mark. You and I can't reject it if you so wish to, but there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, the, how much evidence was there? How much did she cooperate? She could be the best asset to their prosecutions in history. I don't care, Mark. Oh, you don't want to know the facts. Okay, well, that's a good fact. No, 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 Mark. It's not that I want to know the facts. I know the facts. She bought 97 firearms, filled out 97 4473s. Lied 97 times that she was the actual buyer on those 4473s. She was only charged with one count. She should have been charged with 97 counts. They have all the paperwork. But why did the prosecutor do that? Because they have background checks on every one of those for her. But how complete can the background checks have been if they didn't catch the fact that she had purchased some 85, 90 other guns? Well, it doesn't matter, Joe. It doesn't. Joe, there there is no limit on how many guns you can purchase. Even in Minneapolis, I don't right, think. Stan, I'm they have to wear saying... laws out in, in, in Minnesota, but because I've gotten some guns in from there, and, there, and the FFL that they sent, they had a whole list of stuff that you can't buy. Okay, that's that's, but that's immaterial. That's in Minneapolis, so they have laws. Okay. All right, but now, whether I'm just they saying have number of gun purchases, there's if a there's lot multiple handgun purchases, it all has to be reported. All right, we got you. All right, thank you but so this much. This is Stan. a classic example of what we were discussing earlier. We're all looking at the same, same set facts. of facts that Stan has presented, and we've all arrived at a slightly well, different conclusion. And I have tried to say that there's a hundred facts that Stan and I and everybody don't know here. Right. And that's what the prosecutors weighing the evidence and you know, <laughs> what kind of crimes <laughs> were used and that kind of stuff. But hey, if you don't want to look at that information, yeah. Thank you for making fine. our point. Stan. <laughs> Thank you, no, sir. No, no, no. See, see, I didn't make anybody's point except mine. Okay, good the, point. The feds didn't prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. Plain and simple. They had all the evidence. All they needed was the paper where she lied. And they know she lied because she probably has none of the guns in her possession. Stan, what okay? is, Stan let me ask you this before we let you go. What's a bad habit you're going to break next year? Bad habit? Who's got bad habits? Right. I do. <laughs> Joe does. Well, what bad habits are you going to break? I'll tell you later. All right. <laughs>
Happy New Year, Stan. Think about that and send us a note. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We started out the show talking a little bit about how individuals can draw different conclusions from the same set of facts. I had uh, inadvertently said that, uh, well, facts are facts, but uh, Van uh, did a nice job showing that different facts definitely can lead to different conclusions, and so did Joe. Right. So, And I think Dr. Oz is a good case in point. Right. When he you says said he's a, not a quack, but everybody you say he was a quack. You is described a quack. him as a quack. Is a quack. But yet he is a medically trained. He's not a quack in the sense that he's pretending to be a doctor without no, a degree. No, not like that. He has a degree in do- in medicine. No, he's but on the show, if he, if he says if you like if you drink ginseng tea and it'll make you taller, that's quackery. He's just trying to sell his tea. Well, how do you know? Because well, I tried the, it for years. You, you've been Didn't drinking work. ginseng tree, ginseng and now you're shrinking. Ginseng is my minoxidil, okay? Are you happy? one 800 795 hair, brother, I'd be drinking it. We are talking about misinformation. one 800 795 You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com, as a half a dozen folks have done. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Respond now. What's the difference between misinformation, a blatant lie, and a false conclusion? Conclusion from True Facts. You tell us. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is a Christmas song. Is it? I think so. Pretty jazzy. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, what do you want to do next? All right, we'll read this one quickly. It says, good morning. I must say... Okay. I must say yesterday's show was really, really funny. Steve does a great job of getting the right-wingers fired up. He was asked what he sh- what should be done to people who don't want the shot. He said what employers are doing works, but right-wingers didn't like that. I would have said, here is COVID, drink it. Now, see if you're uh, immune. Bonnie said how rude Steve was, laughing out loud. He only gave his opinion. One caller threatened him with uh, zip-tying his neck. Just crazy. Let's go, Brandon, means go get animal medicine. Thanks, Bob. Oh, Ivermectin. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Well, there's the next one. And a lower right-hand corner. Well, this is a long one, so we'll go lower right-hand corner and then take the phones. Uh, Mark, I'm glad you're back. I rarely agree with you, but it's good (laughs) to have someone there who can treat people with respect. Thanks. Yeah, there were a lot of interruptions this week, I will say that. Thank you, Pardon, I treated people with respect. Well, I know you do, (laughs) sometimes. Well, you I always, always treat you do. with respect. Well, yeah. I value... After 50 years, we sort of have a rapport anyway. I value differing opinions. I don't mind you disagreeing with I've me. I've called you a natural-born listener 100 times. Yeah, right. Well, you know, I, I still think you benefit from having more than one opinion. Listening. 
We used to have a roundtable luncheon from time to time. Do you still get liberals to attend that? Well, we lost our main liberal. Mm, okay. <laughs> he went to Florida. Okay. I think retired. to get rid of us. Yeah. <laughs> to get rid of you. That's funny. But we have a budding liberal in our midst. Oh, wow. Super duper. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Text us at 70236. This is On The Mark. Mark and Joe, I'm back here for one day. Tomorrow is the CBS year-end review. And I'm going to say the CBS rear-end review. And uh, Tony Fino <laughs> is our great uh, producer on the other side of the glass. Mike, you're on the mark. We're enjoying an open phones uh, Thursday to help wrap up the Go right ahead. Well, that's good because I want to ramble around here. Uh, what, I, I do want to talk about the, uh, the gun issue that that gentleman was speaking to, but I wanted to just real quickly mention that text that just came in that closed with something about I'm not taking animal medicine. Did, did I hear that right? I'm well, sorry, sorry. Say that again. My headphones cut out. Yes, mine too. Was, yeah, there was a, a gentleman that texted in, I believe, and uh, he had seemed to be making a joke about not taking animal medicine. Is it, did I hear that correct when you read that? The one we, well, just, the one we sure. just read was kind of taking a poke at it. I'm not sure what he's saying. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, I, well, it sounds to me like uh, people that make jokes about medicine, that, and especially if it's ivermectin, they, they really don't know what they're talking about, and they should step back and do a little research and understand what they're saying before they say it. And, and that's, that's what I'm going to say about that. Because I, I find it quite offensive <clears throat> to people that make jokes about a therapeutic practice that people around the world use for various things. And in this country, it's also being proven to be effective in the early treatment of COVID. Now, where, so do you mind me asking where you um, where you saw that? What what medical journal you read that reported that? Because I haven't been able to find one. It's a true fact now. I'm, I've changed my <laughs> tune. I was one of the scoffers at first, but it's it's real. Well, I know I yeah, know it's used. I know it has therapeutic value in addition to being a horse pill or horse mm-hmm. warmer. But I have not been able to find any study, and I've looked and I've Googled mm-hmm. that says that it is has any efficacy at gotcha. all with respect to COVID. Mike? I'd be very interested in reading that. When you say efficacy, uh, we're not talking about e- efficacy to prevent you from getting it. We're talking about treatment of the early symptoms, is what it's being used for. Well, I'm looking for that's the efficacy I'm looking for. <laughs> Well, I've read it several times, and uh, and again, a lot of this stuff, the people that talk about that, if they want to talk about it on Twitter or Facebook or, or you know, doctors like that, they're just banned from, they're, they're uh, what do they call it, deleted or whatever, uh, cut, what do they call that when they get canceled? Canceled, canceled. yes. <laughs> cancel culture. Canceled. Okay. We disagree well, with anyway, you, we cancel you. Yeah, we got to cut Mike off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, as, as far as the guns are concerned, I actually... I bought a, a firearm one time as a graduation present uh, for my daughter who is graduating from RIT, okay? And I wanted her to have an AR-15. And I had to fill out a form that, that this gentleman was talking about. And I, I tell you what, you read that form, and I mean, it put the fear of God into me to look at every letter because of the, the penalties for violating it, okay? And the idea that... Uh, people would be able to go out and buy gun after gun after gun and then sell them for a profit, to me, they should be subject to very strong penalties. Because I do believe that if you're going to uh, read that form and then resell those guns for a profit, that means 
you're not in the right frame of mind. You know, I think you have to be a little irrational or unstable or be at the end of your ropes. And, and that, to me, that could be a dangerous person. So I agree that we should enforce the laws, okay? But again, they're laws, okay? I wish the people that are talking about enforcing the laws would look at what's going on with our government. Okay, so you, you've been covering this upriver case where the planes had come into Avoca. Okay, we couldn't get anybody in the, in the official capacity in the government to say what was going on. You know, people were saying they were ICE flights. Well, I guess what, about four days later, they said, no, they were hu- health and human services planes that were coming in, you know. And, and why, why, why is it that American people have to fight tooth and nail to get, to get information from our government. I know this it, it one. Appeared, I know this answer. Uh, the latest thing that we heard, and this is AP is going to have it in their full story, is that because all the people that they were trying to reach, all of them, now you, you heard the different media reports, they had like eight different people they're trying to get a hold of, were enjoying the week off because of the holiday. Well, they, they tell you what, if you can't get a, you that was can't actually get a humorous. So that is humorous. All, they must really, really not be that important. But see, here's the point: the the fact is, you, you can't reach the you know the the suit, so to speak, that's in charge of this. But the flights continue, but you can't talk to them because they're not the suits, you know. So, you know, like no wonder Congressman Barletta said, you know, this is like an endless pit trying to get information on this. It is, and it, and it almost appears as they're trying to be deceptive and you know try to get their narrative out before they have to tell the truth and and again it just comes down to what a great distrust of our government that people have i went on the oh, we got to stop you there because we got callers waiting so i can't okay. i don't have time okay. for your okay. illustration just go on the wnep website and look at the article about that and just see what they seem like reasonable people how pissed they are at our government for not telling the truth and not being forthright. All right. Fair enough, sir. Thank you, Mike. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Standby callers. We're talking about uh, true facts, uh, whether misinformation is real, if it's based on facts, and when has it become an opinion. Can you have your own facts? You're listening to News Radio 1070, WKOK Sunbury, 935. We'll be right back. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is back from his well-earned, well-deserved vacation. Tony Fino's our producer. And on the line okay, is Mark Rob. Mark 2, Joe 0, oh, upper right-hand corner. All right. Tom says, I love Tom. He says, if you'd like to be misinformed, On the Mark is the place to be. Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 10. Joe is the master. Okay. Lower right-hand corner. It's always good to be a master of yeah, something. something. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Mark, I'm glad you're back. I rarely agree with you, but it's good to have... Oh, I already read this. You kept me to read it twice now oh, because it's it? complimentary to you. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, oh, well, I I'll finish. Re- I don't even remember. I'll finish because I'm soon going to have oh, to say you you're did. strikingly okay. handsome. No, no, you don't have to read it again. <laughs> Rob's waiting patiently. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, Mark. I like roadkill, too. It tastes the same as one shot. <laughs> but um, I, I'll pick them up, too, if they're okay. fresh. But, Do you have any good uh, recipes? My let's go Brandon remark about the uh, whatever you called that horse medicine. Ivermectin. It's the same as, you know, we get fleas and ticks if we go out in the woods, don't we? Do we put flea and tick spray on us like we do our animals? I don't think so. Not the same product, but a lot of guys use well, It's not stuff. intended for people. It's intended for animals. Okay. But uh, anyway, one of the things I was calling about was, you know, all these people are complaining that this uh, 
the COVID vaccine is not a vaccine, it's not this and that. Well, we're having changes in this virus. It's not intended to kill every single virus that's out there. It's just like the flu shot. They intend it to be this way or that way, and it comes out and it's something different. People just don't understand that. You know, science is going to figure it out, and that's why we have to get a booster so that they can attack the next virus. It's not just one single thing. And people get so mad about, I'll tell you, go get the vaccine, go get the shot. You know, it's going to try and save some lives. And if you get the vaccine and you die tomorrow, or I got the vaccine and I die tomorrow of a heart attack or whatever, I'm not going to blame it on taking the vaccine because I could have had health issues that caused that. Mm-hmm. You know, and as far as uh, these people that don't want the vaccine, why go get tested to see if you have COVID? You know, you're wasting taxpayers' money. If you don't <laughs> want to get the vaccine, stay home. Don't go to the hospital. Suffer. But you're missing you know, a point. That's your right. Bob, you're missing a point. There are now therapeutics that can treat it. And we're focusing on the vaccine because we don't want people to get it. But we should also be mentioning the fact that for those who don't choose to get it, there are therapeutics that may well make it a lot more likely they'll survive. Okay, and so what are the therapeutics? You're talking the vaccine or you're talking the pills? No, I'm talking about the pills that have both been developed by Pfizer and Moderna. They will not give you that pill until you have COVID, right? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's a therapeutic. It's a treatment for the disease. In other words, there are treatments if I get a bacterial infection. I don't get a vaccine or I don't get a penicillin shot in advance, but if I wind up with a bacterial infection, I'm going to get an antibiotic. Sometimes, sometimes your doctor won't give you one even if you go in and you, you have a cold. They won't even give you nothing. They'll tell you, mine, I'll save my $20 copay. They'll tell me to go home and suck on cough drops. Right, but I'm talking about if you have a real bacterial infection, you will get an antibiotic. You won't get it for a common cold because it isn't going to help a common cold. You would agree with okay. me on that, would you not? Uh, my point is, uh, you know, I'm going to tell people again, get the vaccine, try and save people's lives. And, you know, we have a a real issue now with suicide. I lost two members of suicide this last month. So Mm. it's, uh, I don't know why, what they were suffering from or whatever, but there needs to be awareness of that. And Mark, you know, Ford Motor Company, there's a fundraiser going on for the Shikolemi School Band needs a new truck. Mm Mm-hmm. So anybody that has extra money from Christmas, go to Ford Motor Company and find them a new truck. Or a Sunbury Motor Company specifically is helping them find a new truck. That's true. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a happy new year. Thank you, Bob. You too. All righty. Who is next? Dick is on the mark from Milton. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Well, I, I called about Rutgers. I'll get to that in a minute. By, by the way, the, I think the Merck Therapeutic is, or pills only like 30% effective. Uh, that's oh, what that's I read. Uh, one's eighty-five percent. One's thirty. I, you know, I'm not going to take a chance. I just soon trust my shot as opposed to a thirty percent effective pill. Now about Rutgers, I called Steve Jones a couple of days ago, and, and because you know, lots, lots of colleges, lots of professional teams have, are shutting down their games, they're canceling their games, and I said, you think they'll go back to where they'll be? I won't allow fans in like they did last year for indoor events. They had the events with no fans, and he said, I didn't think so. Well, yesterday, Rutgers came up with a new system. To go to a Rutgers indoor event, which would be basketball, wrestling, swimming, track, 
They're the four major ones indoors. You either have to ha- you have to present a COVID vaccine card up to date that you've had your vaccines or a negative test within 72 hours of the event. Other than that, you don't get in. And if they started it, other ones will go to something that I'm sure other ones will follow suit. They're not going to be the only country or school in the country that's going to start that policy. Which which leads me back to the other thing is maybe you say what do you do about people who don't get a shot? Don't, don't let them in the hospital. Okay. If, they don't, if they don't, if they haven't had their vaccine, because the hospitals, the hospitals are just swamped. I think that goes against their oath. Well, it probably, I'm sure it does, but I'm just saying. Now, here's a university. That's their new policy as of yesterday. You don't have a you don't have a valid card when you show up at the door, or a negative COVID test. You do not get in, and you have to show ID too that it's you. Not, you can't use somebody else's stuff. Well, it's a private facility, so that's their prerogative, I guess. But I don't think that's good. I don't think that's the only school that's going to do that to keep their keep their events happening with fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, Merck claims that their product reduces the hospitalization or death by about fifty percent mm. compared to placebo for patients with mild or moderate COVID nineteen. All right. But I think the other one was in the eighty percent range, right. and I've had seen. I saw Merck was in thirty a couple of days ago. So well, they're they're saying f- approximately fifty percent. I think that would certainly uh, with people who have mild or moderate COVID. So. Another listener says ivermectin tablets have been approved by the FDA to treat people with intestinal diseases, two conditions caused by parasitic worms. They have been approved for people uh, with that particular ailment. Had lice and skin conditions, it said. It did it? Yes. Oh, you didn't read well, that. I'm going to go on this one. I don't own a horse, so I don't have ivermectin. <laughs> well, it's for people, too. Anyway, all right. Thank you so much, Dick. Thanks for good, calling good. in. Right. Thanks, Dick. Take care. Right. Have a happy New Year. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Jimmy, last caller before the quickie break. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. I just wanted to tell you how you could look up that ivermectin is approved for treatment. We know. Yep, we got it. NIH.gov table 2E. And it's not just a horse medication. That's what the left wants to, you know, blow people out of the water. I think they've moved on, though. You really don't hear too much about no, they, it. No, you still hear it. You still hear it. That, that guy there just said it before he hung up. Well, that's because we brought it. It's a so, topic you know, today. Like, yeah. hey, you know, whatever. You, it's, you guys want to talk about false narratives. <laughs> just listen to your show and you'll hear plenty. But, I mean, people want to be willingly ignorant or they're just too stupid to research things on their own and they just take in everything that comes across the tv and then they regurgitate it just the same thing like with the vaccine they they listen to all that they regurgitate the same thing oh it was just to keep you it was just you won't get as sick if you get the vaccine you know they just they just keep changing their narrative to suit don't if you get the shot you won't get that you won't get covid then oh well if you get the shot, you won't, you won't get, get it sick. as bad. You won't die. But if, you get, but if you don't get the shot and you do get sick, you won't end up in the ICU. And then people end up in the ICU. But if you died, but if you got the shots, you won't you die. Died, the whole world didn't explode. How do they say that so if you get the shot, they, you won't die? What do they sound like then? Well, they just say, they just say this stuff. They just say you won't die from COVID. Oh, you'll be safe. That's what it's, I wanted to hear. People just. Re- repeat what they're told instead of using their brain. But wh- why do you assu- you assume you used your brain to, to come to your conclusion, but you're not willing to concede that other people use their brains to come to an alternate conclusion? 
Or that's that one of our problems, I think, in this country. it's a new pandemic that keeps evolving. Well, if, you, if somebody tells you if you get this shot and you can go back to a normal life and you won't have to wear a mask, and then two months later they tell you, well, you do have to wear a mask, and you still might be able to get it, and you can still transmit it, and it keeps changing. How much mind power do I need? I don't think that you've heard people correctly when they've said some of these things. I think you've made some assumptions along the way. I heard Joe Biden stand up and say, if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID. No, he, if you get the, <laughs> well, then, he did. That's Joe well, Biden. Yeah. I don't hey, think he's a medical. If you're going to hang your hat on Joe Biden, hey, you got a problem. Joe, 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 hey, Fauci said if you get the shot, you won't transmit it. You, and you won't have to wear a mask. No, he probably said it won't. you won't transmit it as hey, much. No, but look I think, it up. I think the argument Google, here, though... It's so easy to Google. Just Google it. Jimmy, what, it. What's Google? Jimmy, I think the argument here is that they call this the novel coronavirus, and, and it's it's new, and it keeps mutating and changing. We read the original, we've got the Delta variant, now we have Omicron. You know what mutates and changes more than COVID? The narrative. And you know what's been washed more than hands? since this outbreak is brains. So have a good day. All right, we'll see Thanks, you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Thank you so much. Your call. Thanks for calling. Appreciate the call. Take 1-800-795-9565. Care. Got an open line. We'd love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a oh, fami- do. family-owned dealership since 1915. Go down there and see the Mertz family. There's always some of them working there. And they would just love to do business with you and make you a happy customer. They're located with two places, 4th Street and Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. It's right by Runyon Road, I think, is the cross street there where the uh, Biff Burger used to be, right? Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf is the Kia dealership, and that's where you got fantastic guys like Ernie and Austin and Alphonse just ready to super serve you. Or head over to Sunbury. You can find Jeff Clock or Jason. That's who's fixing me up with my fabulous uh, trucks that I'm driving around. I'm back in the ice blue one right now. Just a fantastic truck. Uh, it is as long as a tuna boat. It has an eight-foot bed and two sets of seats, so it's... Uh, it does not fit in our driveway. It only sticks into the alley about six feet, so it uh, doesn't really work there, but uh, we can park it in the neighbor's yard. They gave us permission. So anyway, that's what I'm driving in right now, but I'll be back in my ruby red truck soon. But 1-800-795-9565 is the whole shebang that the Sunbury Motor Company is proud to sponsor on the mark. Sunburymotors.com would be a great place for you to start your next uh, purchase. You will be, like me and millions of other people, a happy customer. All right, we've got two calls coming in, and one is waiting. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, we 
got to do a lot of material in a short amount of time. Uh, yeah, we're going to move through. One of our texters says, Bob, spreading misinformation about ivermectin, there is an animal version and a human version. Different dosage. Stop the lie. All right, here. And developed in Japan, ivermectin has helped billions of people worldwide. It's considered a wonder drug, ranking up there with penicillin and aspirin. There's a link that they are sending us. Uh, the government is pushing. All right, read right. that, and then just the first couple sentences here. And then Mary Ellen says, ivermectin is not a horse medicine. It is a Nobel Prize winning drug used for humans around the world. All right. Al, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Thank you. I told you all that stuff months ago. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I also told you about on Monday the planes coming in, and they've been coming in since the first one was the 11th and then the 15th, and then they got caught by some courageous whistleblowers, and the stuff was taken down off the Internet. When you get something up there like that, it doesn't last long. So I've, I've seen different ones, and I got them in my archives. And there's also the whistleblowers went out on the limb and took uh, a video of them getting out, and they're not all minors. And they were all given a, a black backpack. We don't know what's in that, and we don't know where they're going. We don't know where they're laying down their heads and where they're sleeping. Did you, you know ever think maybe the black backpack has a, t a cloth? You might want to make fun of it. Go ahead and make fun of a it. A towel and toothpaste and stuff. Ivermectin, maybe. getting to us. Okay, go ahead. All the information isn't getting to us. Okay, all, all right. right. We got you. Al, thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Always glad to hear from you. Yep, thank you. Uh, all right, uh, Lance, you are next. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Okay, like when you say about folks who look at the same thing and see something different, it's like if I look at an ultrasound picture of a babe in a womb, I see a babe in a womb. I mean, I see arms and legs and little toes and fingers and brain waves and heartbeats and, well, genitalia. And others see it as a formless glob of parasitic protoplasm and the folks who do see it as a human being seem that that they look at the right to, to kill that little guy to me it's a hideous perverted and cherished right and so people do see things different that's for sure and you talk about that ivermectin I talked to a missionary oh some time ago and said about how many people in Africa's lives have been saved because you cannot believe the parasites that those folks get. I mean, it's just, they're just crawling out of them. You ever see a horse with bottom? It happens to human beings. I mean, those flies, their eggs go all the way through a horse. They go all the way through a human being, and that ivermectin will kill it without hurting the human. So, But that doesn't mean it's any good for COVID, though, Lance. Well, no, no. But worms are I, not what causes the coronavirus. I would, no, I would agree with you. Worms caused it. I would certainly be lining up to take some ivermectin. No, but what I'm saying is that it is dangerous to humans. I'm not saying it's what's efficacy. dangerous. Ivermectin. Ivermectin, yeah. It's dangerous in what regard? No, it's not. Oh, okay. They're, they're putting it out as it is. Okay. Well, so it's not, not dangerous, but the question I have, I mean, aspirin isn't necessarily dangerous either, but I wouldn't take an aspirin hoping to cure COVID. Oh, I see what you're talking about. But but they proffer it as being uh, deadly to humans, is what I'm saying, and it's not, for sure. Well, for sure. We'll agree on that, okay. Mm -hmm. And another thing that uh, has really saved 
millions of people is Clorox that detoxifies uh, water supplies and has prevented that's disease. chlorine, not Clorox. Well, either way, I understand that, but that's what they use in third world. I use it here for it to keep the uh, water troughs from um, becoming um, green. So it's, it is really the same stuff. Okay. I mean, that's a cattle. It <laughs> sure didn't. And all your cows are white. Yeah. Okay. So, and happy New Year to everybody. All right. Thank you, you so do, much, Lance. Lance. Have yeah, a happy Really week. have a blast in 2022 as much as we are capable. Joseph, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Yes. Uh, I wanted to say this before when I called, but I got sidetracked. Yeah, Joe, I want to really congratulate you seriously on becoming uh, mayor there again in Shemokin Dam. I think you do a wonderful job. Uh, I listened to you before when you said you attend all the meetings and you don't take no pay, and that's a very time-consuming uh, responsibility that you have, and and uh, I think the people there ought to appreciate you being mayor, But and I just want, want to seriously congratulate you on that. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm serious. I don't think there is I, one. We disagree on spiritual things, right. but I think you'd be a very good uh, mayor. You well, know? Thank you. Right. I give it my best shot. Yeah. You, you get ten hey. more seconds. Go right ahead, <laughs> and don't make it religious. What? Oh. <laughs> I praise Yahweh. Hallelujah. Happy New, Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Joseph. Year. Take care. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for calling. Thank you, everybody who called this year. Yeah, we had a lot. Of, had a fun year, and we can start all over again next year. Right. We, we do not have any new texts and no new emails. So if you didn't hear your text or email, send it again on Monday morning, and we'll, we'll stack it up. We'll and, go from there. And we'll ignore it then, too. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Happy New Year, everybody. This is WDKOK OK Sunbury, 10 o'clock.